The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Happy Friday, everybody. And I hope you're going to have a great weekend because we're about to give you some of the best advice you've ever heard in your entire life. As usual. As usual. Nothing new here. I have no updates, so, but you do. I was just on a trip with my mom in Montecito. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What a place. It is so, I don't think I've ever actually stayed in Montecito. I was going to say, what is that? What is that? (laughs) (laughs) Is it like a suburb in Santa Barbara? It's, it's, I actually don't know if it's considered like, it is Santa Barbara or it's outside of Santa Barbara, but on the map, it's a different place in Santa Barbara, just like right outside. Okay. Very close I mean, I've heard of it, but. And yeah, maybe it is considered just in Santa Barbara. I actually don't really know. But it's very, very close. And it's just the best vibe. So one year for my birthday, we went to Summerland, which is Mm -hmm. also like basically Santa Barbara. But Montecito is more, even more like upscale and luxury and rich. I think it's like one of the richest. I don't want to say, I don't know if it's one of the richest places in California, but I think it's like some of the most expensive expensive real estate. It's, I mean, it's insane. And so my mom and I like to try and go on a trip for our birthdays because her birthday's in December, mine's in January. And we've always loved like taking a trip together to celebrate. We used to do it. We kind of started doing it like every year, but then we kind of fell off. We haven't done it for a few years. So we wanted to do it again this year. And we stayed at this beautiful hotel called the Rosewood, which I had just saved on my like Pinterest. And I'd been saving photos of it because it's so, so pretty. And then they hosted us and it was absolutely amazing. Nice. Really, really incredible place. I highly recommend. The service was insane. Everything was perfect. Like it was kind of rainy and drizzly the whole weekend. So we couldn't do a ton, but that was also kind of, it was kind of a cozy, Fun. nice That's vibe. The vibe. Yeah. So we just ate and hung out. We rode bikes around the little, oh, like around the grounds. That. And also, I wish I didn't tell you this yet. Oh, but I'm like, you shouldn't know this. <laughs> I need to stop talking to you so much, actually, because I, I wanted to tell you on the podcast the est- about the estate sale that we went to. But now I already know about it. Anyway, whatever. So we saw a sign for an estate sale and we're like, OK, we have to go because, number one, we love all that stuff. Thrifting, estate sales, me and my mom. But also the houses there are insane. Yeah. All of them are like mansions and they're beautiful. So the walkway up to this estate sale was just it was like. I swear a quarter mile to even get to the home. Like the the lot was massive. And I looked it up after I was like looking in the neighborhood. I looked it up. That house was like $15 million that we went into. Eesh. It was huge. We literally were getting lost in it. Had like gardens. It just, it was stunning. Had like three guest house. Like one was, oh a, like, one was a gym. One was just like a guest house, a little kitchen. One was like a two bedroom, two bath guest house. And then the main house. Mm-hmm. And the backyard was, you couldn't even see the end of it. Like you just look <gasps> oh and it's like. God. Anyway, so it was so beautiful. And my mom just asks the guy, she's like, who owns this? Or like, who owned this house? Do you know? And he was telling us who owned it. And he's like, but actually, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom just bought it. And me and my mom were like, we're in Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom's house right now. Like, they're going to move into it probably very soon. That's why they're having an estate sale to like get rid of everything. And then they're going to move in. And afterwards, I'm like, is he allowed to say that to us? Like, that seems very private information. Like, they are... Very big celebrities. Yeah. It's not like they're, you know. And now the whole world knows. <laughs> I'm like, and now there's the address. There's the address. I <laughs> loved it. No, but I was like, and then the reason I'm sharing also those, because I looked it up and it was kind of public. Like it was like Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom buy $15 million mansion in uh, Montecito. I'm like, okay. So I guess like, I it's do not feel a like secret. Once you reach the top of the top in terms of wealth and fame, you're just going to have to have 
security and all of the precautions yeah. anyway. So you probably don't care as much if people know your address. Yeah. Like Taylor Swift, everyone knows where her apartment is in New York. Mm, yeah. It's like you cannot get away with no one knowing. Yeah. I know. So anyway, that was really crazy. I'm like, wow, if they ever do like an architectural digest or like she left a, him a note, put it in the house. True. <laughs> hey, Orlando. Just to her, just to him. <laughs> I'm like, Katie, I went to your concert back in 2016. Amazing. Here's a photo Actually, of Actually, it was even earlier than that. Yeah, anyway, I thought that was insane. I was like, I cannot believe we just wow, toured. Basically crazy. got a yeah. full-blown tour of Katy Perry's new mansion. Oh my god! I actually didn't get anything from the estate sale, which is really a bummer. But it was a lot of big stuff. And it was actually mm. incredibly expensive. Like, I saw this piece of art. I was like, oh, that's really cool, actually. Four grand. I'm like, I know. Okay. I hate that. I so, Well, not at estate sales, but I went to a, a consignment store the other day and I was like, this piece of art is perfect for my living room. $4,900. I was like, wait, I thought I was at a consignment, like yeah. a thrift store. <laughs> yeah. That we're thrifting. <laughs> How do you know the value of this? I know. Well, consignment is just means that they owned it before or yeah, like but someone else owned it so they could know the, the value of the art. Yeah, but come on. I know. You Usually definitely I think some, you're getting a deal. You, exactly. Usually I think I'm getting a steal. Yeah, there were no deals to be had in this place. They had the cheapest thing we saw was like $150. And it was also the the style of the whoever lived there. It wasn't like really my style, and, which was very unfortunate mm -hmm. because I was like, I need to buy something here as a as a token, you know, mm -hmm. as a memory. But yeah, I, I didn't find anything, but it still was just such a no trinkets, no trinkets. <laughs> there were such huge. All the pieces were huge. And since it's a literal mansion, it'd be like a dining table that's like, yeah, 12 feet long. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It wasn't really small scale things because it's such a massive house. But the guy was like, yeah, they already have a house in Santa Barbara. They just wanted one in Montecito. I'm like, Wow. Must be nice. That is... Except for must not be nice. Why? Well, I, I was telling my mom, I'm like, I just think once you get to that level of fame and money, I assume nothing really hits anymore. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you bought a house in Montecito because you have to have somewhere to like place your money because you don't want millions of dollars just sitting in the mm -hmm. bank. So you're like, okay, where can we buy a house? Okay, Montecito. It's like, it's not like Let's they're like, this, this is mansion. my dream. Probably. Yeah. I'm like, nothing just... That's kind of sad. I feel like nothing that would just hit sad. anymore. It's just like... It's like online shopping for them. Yeah. They're just like, oh, let's buy this house. I'll order it. Like, not really look into it. Give it much thought. Yeah. Then just one day it arrives on their doorstep. they are the keys to your new Montecito mansion. Insane. That's so, so anyway, fun. that was that was cool. I think a lot of celebrities live in Montecito. It's very, like, private and yeah. rich. And yeah, we also did it. We went to an open house there. There was an open house. So me and my mom walked through it. And it was, like, $7 million. But it Jeez. was so pretty. Like, just, oh views and stuff I was like oh wow yeah this place is it's amazing because it's like mountains mm -hmm. and coast yeah and good weather I'm like wow that's that makes sense why it's so expensive I know Santa Barbara just hits different I feel like it's so beautiful so beautiful the vibes are just every time we've been there I'm like oh wait you didn't come to Summerlin for my birthday yeah I did oh I always forget no you didn't come to Malibu yeah I didn't go to Malibu Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were there for that. <laughs> Just tries to guess. I mean, I'm you like, you, you've never been there. <laughs> um, well, did we go again, though? Because we went to, like, Solving for mm -hmm. Danny's. Yeah. So we've been to that area. That's all. It's all right next to each other. Yeah. We've been to that area, like, twice together, mm -hmm. maybe three times. Yeah. And every time I've been, I'm like, oh, wow. So beautiful. It is so pretty here. So, yeah. Anyway, great, perfect weekend with my mom. We walked into the hotel and she started sobbing. <gasps> Because it was just like so nice Aww. and beautiful. They knew I was coming with my mom and it was like for our birthdays and stuff. And they had set up a photo 
of us. Like, oh, I'll probably have posted it at this point. But How they set up, like, it? multiple photos, just, like, from my Instagram. Oh, cute. Um, Printed out. And we're like, welcome, JC and Jill. And she was literally sobbing. She's like, this is so amazing. <laughs> I love that. It was, it was really fun. It was special. So. That is probably yeah. the number one best part of being an influencer is like you get this a little, you know, if you have a situation like that where you're getting a little bit special treatment and then you get to bring your family who doesn't get to experience that all the time. Yes. Makes you appreciate it. Oh, 100%. I was telling my mom like, because we were talking a little bit about, well, first of all, my one of my videos kind of went like, I know once my video has left my audience <laughs> and gone to a terrifying like Space. other side of TikTok and my like finding out I'm pregnant video, I think got onto like just people who have obviously have no idea who I am like it went to a different kind of left field mm -hmm. and the comments were horrifying like just like calm after I was just blocking I'm like oh my gosh like I don't even want to say them because they're like just yeah. really horrible but wait you're joking it would be like like trolls or like people just confused like no like okay well oh yeah, yeah. I was on the video of me finding out one of them was like oh because I, I think the caption said like me f or us finding out we're pregnant after four years of infertility and mm -hmm. people be like she probably cheated on him like you can't just get rid of infertility like th these were the stupid ones okay <laughs> these aren't like the mean ones but it'd be like I can't you can't get rid is like oh the he had four years to get out and like now he's gonna be stuck paying child support like just weird like stupid stuff like that but then a lot of them were like I hope the like I hope oh, it dies uh, and stuff I'm like oh I was not expecting that oh, like even beyond it was like don't get too excited like it'll probably die I'm like okay <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm like shocked. Oh, no, I'm telling you, there were tons. And my mom was with me. I was like casting them. I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, my TikTok has left, left my audience. Yeah. And she building. was like, how? She's like, I don't understand. Like, how do people say this kind of stuff? Anyway, we were talking like, about- They're probably 12. Yeah. I was like, they probably are. But my mom was just saying in general, she's like, I don't get like, how are you? We were just talking about like hate and people mm -hmm. just being so mean. And she's like, just saying like, why and how and whatever. And I, then we got to the hotel. I'm like, there are pros and cons to this job, as you have you seen. See how they have printed out photos of me. Yeah, like <laughs> that is why you see the highs and lows of this job. Like, yes, you, and that is like not even. Again, I don't. That those comments did not affect me. I feel like it's just like okay, you're just trolls. But yeah. you know, she was talking about like the just deep hatred that people mm -hmm. also have, and I'm like, it just yeah, pros and cons. I know you, it's like something you have to deal with being like misunderstood or hated, but like you have so many pros to yeah. living. So it's just like you have to. I know. I was thinking that exact same thing, like for various reasons. But <laughs> I was like, the hate comments—they seem so like when you're when you see them or when you get them, it's so visceral. Like, yes, is that the right word? It's like so shocking, it's jarring, and you feel in that exact moment, like, oh my gosh, I never want to share. share. Again. Like, I want to quit my job. But then I was thinking about that same concept, like all of the amazing things this job has brought me overshadows that a million, a million times. times like I would have I would trade that a million times over for, for like sure. what it's given me for sure and I think it's like there are such highs and lows that I think people I don't know we, we've kind of been talking about it's this fun. recently it keeps it exciting like, it's awesome <laughs> no it's it's like people people really don't like when influencers complain because it's yeah. like you and, and I completely understand that perspective of like you're very privileged in a lot of ways if you're in a certain position where people are just like why are you complaining mm -hmm. but I think yeah, just like when you are you and you are in the position and you're like feeling so misunderstood or hated or something, it's like hard to not let that get to you. But mm -hmm. I don't know. It just the pendulum like is constantly swinging. Yeah. And it's just the life you live. Highs and lows of life. Mm -hmm. Everyone has highs and lows in their job. Mm -hmm. Our highs Pros and cons. are higher. <laughs> no, please. I'm just kidding. Again, the lows are <laughs> very low. We're jumping into an ad for apostrophe. 
you know, sometimes having a bad skin day can really, really throw off your day. I know it has for me. And we all know it's very easy to focus on the negative, but it's important to remember to take care of yourself. And one of the best forms of self-love is taking care of your skin so that you can feel good on the inside and out. And that is why we are excited to partner with Apostrophe. So Apostrophe's goal is to help you feel confident in your own skin, whether you're dealing with breakouts, signs of aging, or acne scarring. Apostrophe will help you love the skin you're in. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. Through Apostrophe, you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear acne. You simply fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and your medical history, then snap a few selfies and a dermatology provider will create a customized treatment plan just for you. I love customized skincare like this because everyone's skin is so, so different and it's really hard to take blanket advice You know, if you see someone online saying, oh, this product worked amazing for my skin, it's not a guarantee that it will necessarily work for you because everyone's skin is just so different. So this is really nice to actually get a clear picture and a more personalized approach to what you specifically need. Also, it can be nice to have the customized plan because at least for me through different times in my life, I've struggled with different things with my skin. Sometimes I struggle with acne. Sometimes, you know, there's dark spots. Maybe I want my skin texture to be improved. And that is why it's so nice because you have an access to an expert derm team with apostrophe. You have your tailored treatment plan and it's really simple to sign up for your first visit. And there's no in-person appointment or trip to the pharmacy needed. We have a special deal for our audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash what we said when you use our code what we said. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash what we said and click get started. Then use our code what we said at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. You guys, we love Whey at the What We Said podcast. You should already know this by now. We have been using Whey hair products for years. Chelsea and I also went to St. Bart's with them on an incredible vacation, just the most glorious trip of all time. And we fell even more in love with Whey because we were using the products the whole week in St. Bart's and they are just simply amazing. I feel like having a good hair day literally changes my mood. If I'm having a good hair day, I will be nicer to you and I look cuter. I just feel better all around. It's very important for the confidence. So you can have a really good hair day in just like five minutes with Way's new hair gloss. This is an amazing product, you guys. Not only does the hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhances color vibrancy to get your hair looking and feeling healthier. As someone who colors their hair red, my red fades pretty fast. And when I put this hair gloss on in the shower, when I got out and I blow dried my hair and styled it, it looked so shiny, healthy, and very vibrant, which is very important to me because I feel like my red just kind of fades and dulls down pretty quickly. But this is a really good like in-between product to make you feel like you kind of just, you know, got out of the salon. It's a very easy addition to your routine. It literally takes like five minutes in the shower and it can also prevent heat damage. So it has a little bit of a heat protectant in it so that after you get out of the shower, you apply it instead. I apply it instead of conditioner, by the way. And I don't do it. You don't do it like on the roots or anything because you don't want to get too much shine, but you just kind of comb it through your hair and it will just make your hair feel and look so much healthier and help prevent some heat damage too. 
Their hair gloss is made with hyaluronic acid and rice water, so it provides that immediate shine, helps treat damage, and enhances color vibrancy. As someone with brown hair, I mean, I'm sure this is how everyone feels with every hair color, but sometimes when you have brown hair, you really, uh, when it's looking dull, it's looking real boring and drab. So having that extra shine or vibrancy is very nice and lifts your mood. They also have amazing other products, like some of their best sellers are their leave-in conditioner. I love their leave-in conditioner. Um, they have their detox shampoo. They also have fragrances. Their St. Bart's line as well smells absolutely That's fantastic. Incredible. I love their St. Bart's body lotion. It is heavenly. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to dot com and use promo code what we said for 15% off any product. That's dot com promo code what we said. Go check it out. I forgot that I actually do have an update and is that I was literally alone, a single mom for a week. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, I'm like, I didn't do anything, but that's because Nick was out of town for, he was gone for like six nights. And well, he's only supposed to be gone for five, but. And his plane, he flight got <laughs> delayed. And anyways, he's gone for six nights. So I was just me and Case. And this was right after I saw Ballerina Farm having eight children and <laughs> doing Miss America pageant. And I was like, okay, I'm just doing, you know, all of the household chores. Nick is literally a stay-at-home parent. He does so much. He does almost everything, like in terms of keeping the house and just getting case ready for things and breakfast and all of that stuff. I didn't, I didn't realize how much until I he was know. gone. It's, you so never long. know until they're gone. You're like, I. why is the dishes whatever? Why yeah. is the trash not out? It's exactly. Like, oh. I was, this is how it always goes. Do you feel this way? Like when Leif goes out of town, like the first day your spouse, your partner, someone, your roommate even goes out of town. You're like, okay, it's kind of nice. I got my my own place like it's kind of a nice day you just get to do everything you want to do you don't have to give time to anybody else yeah so I was like I'm excited to have you know the next couple days I literally forced him to go on this trip he went on like a snowboarding trip and I was like I want you to go I want to have some undivided alone time with Case Mm -hmm. before the new baby comes you need a break whatever and so then he left and after day two I was like oh my gosh I have not like sat down and just had alone time like I've been going 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 if you want the house to be clean. Right. If you want, you know, to be present with your child, if you want to be like playtime, meal time, cleanup time, taking care of Sophie, taking care of the house. I was like And heaven forbid, like working as well. It's like, uh, how do you do it all? I had this whole new I already appreciate all moms, but especially I was just thinking about single parents, like single moms or dads who are taking care of their kids full time, have to work, have to keep the house clean, have to feed their kids, have to make sure their kids do their homework. Heaven forbid you have multiple kids. Shout out to the parents of the world because I was realizing how easy I had it because I was like, oh, when you have two people who are home all the time, we tag team all the time. So, you know, if I have to go do something or if he has to go do something, it's just like, oh, yeah, see ya. Yeah. Get up and whatever. You don't have to like prep for or plan as much. Yeah. So if you're doing this by yourself, I applaud you and you are built different. I just saw a TikTok kind of, it was like, she's talking about, well, it was about Hailey Bieber. Did you see the Hailey Bieber thing? When she said she came home from work? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I don't even want to get into it because that's, it's the dumbest thing I've actually ever heard. But she was, she was kind of comparing it to just like. Wait, was Hailey Bieber talking? Sorry, no. Just this, this girl on my free page that. I loved her video. I I favorited it, but she was just talking about how like, basically, why are we still pretending that like we don't understand that she's working? Yeah. Or like that anyone that does like content creation or is an influencer or whatever. She was like, it has been around for too long now for mm-hmm. us to keep being like, you don't have a job. It's just like, 
she runs a multi-million dollar skincare brand. Yes. She is working. Like, and it's it not doesn't even matter. That she's even a con. I mean, she is a content creator in a way, but she wasn't even talking about content creator. She was literally talking about probably probably at going the to a road. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, and I think I didn't even watch the video of her, but I think all she said was literally like, I just got home from work and like, I'm yeah. going to do my skincare. And then it blew up and everyone's like, you don't have a job. What work? <laughs> but anyway, that is besides the point. The girl mm-hmm. was saying, she's like, it's giving people who are saying, you know, a mom's like, oh my gosh, I'm like so tired after today. And they're like, you're home all day. Like try yeah. working. It's like, I am working. No. Like I'm, I'm working all day. Like why can't we understand that yeah. like everyone's work looks different? Whether mm-hmm. you're a stay-at-home parent, whether you work full-time, whether you work part-time and you do a side hustle, whether you blah, 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 blah. It's like, we're all trying to pay our bills. Yeah. Like, for the most part, everyone's working to some degree. I'm Why so, are we pretending that people just start, don't have, you know? Don't do anything. Don't do anything. It's like, what, what do you mean? No. I'm so over the stay-at-home parent, like, people not understanding what that the is. slander. Like, this has been going on f- our entire existence on this planet. <laughs> Having people stay home, if you have kids or not, even if you're just taking care of a household. Like, it is so much work if you're a stay-at-home parent. It is like a privilege usually to yeah. be able to stay at home because everything's so expensive nowadays. Like if you can afford to stay at home or but even if you weren't staying at home, you'd have to pay well, someone I was to say, do child all the other care stuff. is extremely expensive as well. Yes. So it's like anything it's so we're all just much trying work. to survive out here in yeah. whatever capacity. And mm-hmm. like yeah, I, I really can't with that either. But also I feel like with the stay-at-home dad thing. I was telling Leif, like, if we're in a place now where we're saying, okay, to be a stay-at-home mom, that's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. You have to give the same respect to if a dad's going to stay home. Yeah. Because I feel like just, again, the traditional roles, it's like, okay, most of the time the guy works, the girl stays home, whatever, just in history, historically. But now if we're going to switch the roles, you can't now be like, what does he do for work? Like, why is he at home? Nothing. It's like, what do you mean? No, it bothers me so bad. We just established that being a stay-at-home parent is very hard and a lot of work. So, And sometimes it's literally stay-at-home moms that do it. That they're like, wait, what is he doing if he's not working? Like, what do you do? Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. It's, a, I don't know. It's not I don't even, I, I can't even speak on it. I've never been a stay home parent. I just assume. Yeah. And I see like all my friends, you know, I have a lot of friends who work with their spouse or, mm-hmm. and I'm even trying to figure out when I obviously have my baby, like, yeah. what our dynamic will be. And I still want to be working and Leif still wants to be helping me with certain work things, but he's also going to probably spend a lot of time, whatever. Anyway, I've yeah. just been thinking about it a lot and I'm like, you really can't be— It's a be, team effort. Yeah, it's a team effort. Mm-hmm. All of it. And again, maybe sometimes both parents work, but you still have to pay someone to watch your kid. Exactly. So— Or switch off and— Someone's know. working. Everyone's working. Exactly. To some degree. Yeah, exactly. Anywho. Wow. Wow. Didn't Thank you for coming to our dissertation of How roles. long has it been? Oh, wow. Yeah, we should get into the advice. We're doing an advice column today, and you guys have written in— As you do. As you do for some advice. Do you want to go first? Yes, I'll go first after this baby stops kicking my ribs. How to let the nice guy down easy. It's easy to say no to a guy who is being creepy or a jerk, but what about the guys who are nice? No real red flags, just no attraction on my part. Oh. This guy has been nothing but a gentleman. He has offered to help with moving, parties I've thrown, etc. He recently gave me a very generous gift as well, and now I feel even worse telling him no when he asks me out. And also, what do I do with the gift? Sincerely, a girl who hates the dating scene. That's the worst. That is the worst when you have to like break the good guy's heart. You just don't feel it. Oh, well, there's no easy way. To, the gifting is hard because when someone gives you a gift, I feel like it's kind of rude to reject it. But also, like he's giving it to you. But also, if you feel the gift has like underlying uh, expectations or like 
I don't know. Super expensive or what do you mean? No, like he's giving it to you almost like you don't feel like just out of the gener like the generosity of his heart, but because he's like trying to woo you, then it, like he it thinks seems you're like going to be his comes, girlfriend soon or something, and you're like, yeah, it feels like it comes with like if I accept this, then I'm leading you on almost, you know. Mm-hmm. I know what is the gift? She didn't say. Mm-hmm. Just a very generous gift. Yeah, very generous. Okay, gift. is it like that's jewelry? terrifying me? I think you just have to be extremely honest with him and just don't let it go on any longer, I and don't accept so help from him anymore. Unfortunately. Yeah, you don't like, want to feel more. like you're really taking advantage of it. She's like, help me with everything. Help me move. Oh, that's the hard part. That's really hard. Because you, you know, know they're going to be there. If he's a nice guy, he'll probably have a nice reaction. That's the good news. Sometimes the nice ones, I feel like, have the worst reaction. Well, Not I mean, to scare you. Well, I think to, he'll be sad, but I don't yeah. think he's going to, like, freak out on her. If he's a very nice guy, he's yeah. not going to be like, how True. could you? I feel like he'll be chill at le- a little bit. Maybe he'll be really sad. But If he's a genuine person, yeah. Sometimes like the really charming ones that are like love bombing you almost if you reject the love bombing. They're scary. They're like, they turn into a different person. You're like, wait, I'm so glad I didn't get together with you. Yeah. You're actually scary. There's no, there's no other option but to just be so I honest know. and say, I'm so sorry. I don't, I'm not feeling it. I hate that It's for hard you. when they're not being. I hate that he gave you a gift. I don't know if he's being super upfront. It's the other thing with guys. It's so hard to know when to reject them. <laughs> like when are they just being, when when are you jumping the gun mm-hmm. and when are you not leading them on? I don't think you're jumping the gun if he gave you a, a no, generous No, no, no. At this though. point, I think you've, you've, earned, you've the, done enough. You've earned the right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like getting further and further along. You got to cut it off yeah, at the some gifts. point. Yeah. Did she say how long it's been? No. Mm-mm. That really sucks. I know. You just have to be like, I don't see this going any further romantically. Yeah. <gasps> and you can just say it like, I don't want to make assumptions, but I've been feeling that you're obsessed with me. <laughs> no, I've been feeling that you, you know, I just want mm-hmm. to make it very clear where we stand. And yeah. I don't see this going any further than friendship. Yeah. <gasps> so get lost. So scram. <laughs> scram, <Okay>. ugly. <laughs> okay. Hi, SOS. So one of my best friends dated this guy our junior year of high school. To preface, they dated for six months, never said I love you, and he did nothing wrong. She just wasn't ready for a relationship. We are 21 now, seniors in college, and respectfully, there is so much sexual tension between me and him. We have a lot of mutual friends, so we hang out a good amount and always have good conversations. Like, do I suppress my love for him or text her or what? I think you could maybe date him, actually. Wait, read the first part again. They dated in their junior year of high school for six months. And how old are they now? They're 21 now. So that was, that had to have oh. been like five years ago. Yeah. I mean, it depends on know. how That's... serious they were when she said that they never said I love you. I don't think it it solicits you asking her permission necessarily, but maybe a heads up. For sure a heads up. Like, but I don't this... think you need to suppress your love for him. No, no, no. It's been, too, it's been long enough. Yeah. It's, if they dated for like their entire high school experience and like told each other they loved each other, mm-hmm. I'd be like, eh. But yeah. for a few months and you know, no. and they didn't say I love you? No. I would say just. I would say text her and be like, how do you feel about this? Also, I feel like you could get a good read on. Like, well, we don't, Chelsea and I don't have any mutual, like, we didn't kiss the same person in high school, but we've yeah. kind of liked one of the same-ish. We, I thought we like had a mutual hand to hold or something. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, old. my point is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, if after high school, if one of us was like, oh, we're going to date mm-hmm. them, we'd be like, oh, I don't care, care less. Yeah. Also, it depends where she is. If she's, like, in a happy relationship, even better. Yeah. 
She's like still hung up on him. Yeah. He, I don't think <laughs> she's like the is. one that got away. That feels like it was a long time ago. No, no, no. Junior year sure. is like you're like 16, aren't you then? Yeah. Or 17. Maybe 17. Yeah. So it's been 16, at least 17. four years though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, you're enough. definitely fine. You're definitely fine. Especially if you give her a heads up. Mm-hmm. One of her best friends, she said. Also, she didn't say my best, best friend yeah. in the world. That's all. That uh, That's hard though. Easier said than done to like be like, hey. I feel like if you're writing this in, maybe it's a, maybe a bigger deal than you, than maybe where you think it is. Like, if it really was just some random fling, I feel like she wouldn't feel the need to write in. I just feel like high school relationships aren't as serious unless you literally date for years and you're like, we might get married. If you're not like that with someone, then it's like, I feel like you wouldn't care. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. Especially in a couple years, that will become even more clear. Maybe yes. they're like kind of fresh. Like 21, you're still, you kind of still feel like you just graduated yeah. like a second ago. So maybe it feels fresher than yeah. it actually is. True. But in a year's time, like don't waste time. No. Don't, if you think he's the one. Yeah. Go for it. Sure. I agree. Okay. Hey girls, how do you know you were ready for marriage? I graduated from a small Christian college two years ago. And as you can imagine, everyone, I mean, everyone that I know from school is engaged, married, or having babies. I struggle because every time I'm on social media, it makes me feel like I'm behind in life. I have been in a healthy relationship for just over a year now with a man that I love. And every day I find myself wishing I was engaged. The problem is I genuinely can't tell if this is something I'm actually ready for or if it's the result of what I'm seeing on social media. Any advice? Maybe both. Self-aware. Yeah. I feel like you might be overthinking it a little bit, but it also probably is definitely influenced by, you know, your surroundings. Like if you really like him and you've been dating for a year and you still, you know, feel like he's the one, I think it's very natural to... Yeah, let's lock this down. Yeah. But you might be feeling extra pressure because it could be both. We've been talking about that concept of just like your environment. It influences you so much, mm-hmm. whether you realize it or not. Like who you're around and what you're seeing 24-7, you feel like that's what you should be doing regardless yeah. of if you want to or not. Mm-hmm. So I think that your environment is definitely influencing you. Yeah. But I also feel like, I don't want to say the like when you know, you know thing, but I just, I do feel like if you feel very safe and secure with someone, you shouldn't be like scared to get engaged to someone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you shouldn't yeah, yeah. be like, oh, I don't think I am. Uh, I feel like you should be like, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. I want to be engaged to someone before you get engaged. Yeah. There shouldn't be much like, iffiness. Uh, it should be pretty like, no, I want to really bad. Yeah, it's the vibes I'm getting from what you what you wrote is that you do want to, but you're probably a careful person. You're probably like very thoughtful, maybe tend to overthink a little bit. Wait, and- what? how old is she? graduated for a few years from college right yeah so how old does that make her yeah two years ago probably like 25 maybe what i'm saying is i feel like you do i'm not getting the vibe that you're like i don't know about him it's more just like wait am i wanting marriage because everyone else does yeah but it seems like you do love him and if that's something you want then you want it also no one can no one can know but you girly i know we can't really give it that that's something so deep you can't give advice on like should i I get engaged to this person or not it's like that is your, I mean, not that she's asking it's that. It's risk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame us. Wipe my hands clean. No, but it's just like, that is not something that anyone else can really like. Yeah. Tell you if it's right or not. But I think Follow it is your heart. good to be aware of the pressure. Yeah. Of like, I might be pushing this or I might want it more because of what I'm seeing. And that's yeah. good to be aware of, regardless mm-hmm. of if you get engaged or not. It's Definitely. Like, it's just self-awareness, so. You'll be fine. Agreed. You'll be just fine. Okay. First of all, I love y'all and the husbands, the pups, Case, Beth, and Millie, and everyone so much. Wow. What everyone. We, what we said is such a source of joy for me and the Chelsea to my JC. I feel like the four of us would be besties. 
Okay, my question is how to not put a timeline on your life and be at ease with just letting things happen as they do. I'm 25 and just feel like I want to have a lot of things done. Marriage, kids, being financially stable, et cetera, by 30. And it's probably not going to happen in five years. I have a boyfriend that I love and we know we're going in that direction, but I just struggle not being in control of the timing because obviously he will be the one to propose. I'm sad to think I won't have kids young. Any advice is appreciated. Wow, loaded question. Yeah, and it's kind of the same as what we were just talking about. I know, I was gonna say, I feel like that age specifically, probably around the same age as the girl we just were talking about, 25, 26 is also when I felt the most pressure of like, the expectations you've had your whole life are right in front of your face mm-hmm. of like, when am I going to get this done? But when you give yourself time and a few years go by, you realize like you have, you have time, which well, is like is, the most annoying. I'm like, just wait. Well, the thing is we live in a different time now. We live in a different generation. And I think that it's like, at least for me. And again, the environment I grew up in, it was like, you know, my parents were married. Well, my parents actually got married when they were 17 years old. So I think <laughs> yeah. we've talked about that, but I mean, that's a bit, <laughs> Do people know that. I think so. My actual like biological parents, my mom and my dad, they got married in high school when they were in high school, which is a bit excessive. I'm not saying that was normal, but you know, I was talking to my mom this weekend when we were together. I was like, if I had, you know, followed your trajectory, basically, I would have an eight-year-old, I think right now. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I just feel like times were very different where it's like, you got married younger, again, where at least where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Like, you get married really young, you have kids really young, and you buy a house really young as well. Mm-hmm. Like, all of it is just like boom, boom, boom. And I always thought of thir- like being in your 30s as not old, but kind of. Retirement. <laughs> no, because this is another thing that I was talking to Leif about recently is that my mom was in her 30s when I was in high school. That is wild. So, when I, when I graduated, she was still in her 30s. She, didn't, she yeah. turned 40, I think, the year I graduated. That's crazy. Afterwards. Well, yeah, because she just turned 50. Yeah. So she was literally like 36 at one point mm-hmm. when I, and and then to now think of Leif's already 31. We don't even have our kid yet. I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, it just seems so different. The reason I'm saying all of that combined is like, I just feel like it's a different time now where we have to like change our expectations a little bit. Literally, it's way harder now to buy a house. It's, there's so many things that I feel like with the rise of social media, like dating is different. It's just not the same as Mm -hmm. like marrying someone in your hometown, getting, you know what I mean? Just all that boom, boom, boom. I feel like there's a lot of layers now. So we have to all give ourselves a little bit of grace. And I think that the timeline is shifting for like everyone I know. Yeah. It's not, it's just, all those things aren't happening as young as I think that they used to happen. So- I agree. Just to give you some And I do hope. think like that is you, the person who, who's writing this, you are at the age where you are forced to let go of those expectations. So I feel like everybody goes through that stage where they're like, okay, wait, this is how I thought my whole life was going to go. Now I'm realizing I have to take like all of these factors into account and see what life actually is now and, you know, be okay with it. Don't you think of 30 now so differently than you did? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm even like, that, that I did at so 24. Young. Yes. Like, that's what I'm saying. Give your, like, if you, in a couple years, you will have, you ha- just have to go through the process of like letting go of expectations of what your life will look like and start accepting the new stuff that's coming. And you, you just become more accepting as you get older. It's like the most annoying answer. I hate old people I, say that, but it just is the truth. Or being like, you're young. You'll, yeah. you're like, literally, shut <laughs> I know. up. I know. But it's just, it's just the truth. I know. And you just have no choice but to kind of surrender to your life's yeah. timeline, like truly. Exactly. At the end of the day, you really you can't don't force it. No. 
you really don't have much of an option. I, I mean, you can, you know, help certain yeah. things move along. Obviously, communicate with your boyfriend if you'd like, like to get engaged soon, I feel like. Yeah, like you're out in control. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. You're also at an age where I feel like that's like appropriate to start thinking about. She's 25, totally. you know? It's like, yeah. I feel like that's fair to be like, mm-hmm. I would like to get Know that's in the cards. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least know that we're going in that direction like fairly soon because I want to have kids at some point, whatever. Yeah. I think that's fair for sure. Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> Don't stress. I'm just kidding. But it will be okay. Okay. This next one has a trigger warning for weight loss. I'm four months postpartum and I haven't lost any weight since two weeks postpartum, despite working out regularly and trying to watch what I eat, but literally always starving from breastfeeding. I feel the worst I've ever felt about myself. I hate my huge boobs. I hate that I still can't wear what I want. My hair is falling out and I don't even know what my style is anymore since I can't wear what I want. I'm trying to be positive and recognize I just had a baby, but I don't know what to do to make myself feel better. Wow. This is very relatable, first of all. I I can relate to this. And just know you're in the literal trenches at four months postpartum. That is like when your hair starts falling out. The the newness of it has kind of started to fade. You're starting to get back into real life. And I feel like all of the expectations of women in society. Being like normal again come in and you're yes. like. You're like, you think you have to have everything together, but your body is still very much healing. I, I can't remember the exact timeline, but. I've heard people say, you know, it took your body nine months to get to this place. Like you have to give yourself at least nine months for your body to even heal, for your organs to literally go back to where mm-hmm. they came from. The fact that your organs move when you're pregnant. Have you ever seen the like a di- uh, diagram of where your organs go when you're pregnant? No, but I just saw this TikTok of this girl being like, oh, you think this is like your baby, but it's not. It's literally like your stomach, your organs, like this is your right baby here. down here. I'm like, yeah, your baby's so low. I'm shook. It's so weird. It is so weird. No wonder you have indigestion. I, I wish I had a diagram to show you guys right now. I, I didn't screenshot it, but I'm sure you could look it up. Everything, Everything just like just shifts. Everything moved around. And then after the baby leaves your uterus, I think it's like 25. T- it gets 25 times, I think, the size that it started out as. Like your uterus starts like this. And then it literally gets like this. And then it goes back down to this. So when you look pregnant still after you've had a baby it's because your uterus is still like trying to contract to get back down I was just thinking about how like just like societally it's and I'm I'm like a part of it too I feel like to a degree I where societally it's just so like impressive to see someone I don't want to use these words, but like bounce back mm-hmm. after pregnancy. It's like, yeah. if like in a month, they look almost the same as they did. You're just like, oh, that's amazing. And like, mm-hmm. I've been thinking of just about how, first of all, unimportant and like kind of just weird that is that we focus so much on that. How like, fast does your body like, go how back? How fast did it go back? It's like, yeah. why are we like, it is. and again, I'm not invalidating her like 100%. I feel like it's so weird to have your body be shifting and changing yeah. and like having all these emotions. I'm just saying like from an outside, I think it's so bizarre that we all like, think about that and judge that mm-hmm. of other people. It's like, how fast are you going to, yeah, go back to what you were? Back. It's like, I don't know. It literally That's, is being like, how how fast is your uterus going to go back to yeah. the size it started as? It's like the most, the weirdest thing. Yes. You know, I know. what? I, I reposted this thing and so many people replied to it when I posted it and like shared it and were liking it. And I was like, okay, yeah. So we're all, we're all feeling this together. It was that like TikTok of the girl. And I've actually been seeing the audio a lot now. Oh, yeah. Of her basically being like, I've never seen someone in public and like 
thought about their body for more than two seconds. Like I've never, you know, when I'm inter- when I'm saying like, oh, I can't wait for you to meet my friend. It's like, I'm telling them like how funny and awesome they are. I'm not like her arms are tiny. Like it's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's so unimportant. And uh-huh. I, again, I don't mean to invalidate, but I think that helped me a lot. Like mm-hmm. even just as my, my body's like shifting a little and stuff through pregnancy, I've been like, oh, this is kind of like, this is an interesting mm-hmm. experience I've never had before. I've just been thinking about how truly unimportant the way my body looks is. It just, it simply just doesn't really matter at all. And again, societally, I think when you hear these things of like, oh, she bounced back so fast. It's like, it makes you feel like you want, you need to do the same. But in reality, you're failing or you're almost like a bad mom if you don't bounce back. Yeah. It's so like tied in. It's, it's kind of just like the, the ultimate woman, you know, stereotype of like, I need to have all of my ducks in a row. I need to bounce back. I need to be, you know, my kid needs to be behaving perfect. I need to be, you know, not losing myself in motherhood. Yeah, but having- also I need to be home all the time. Like, but also I need to this. this there's just so much that mm-hmm. it is very valid to feel like a failure. Yeah, in, or in like you're way. drowning in some way. Yeah, and I definitely like postpartum is hard in terms of body image for most people. Some people not, but from me, like, I will just tell you how I felt. I felt the same exact way. Like, your body's just different and it's shocking. It's not even that you hate it. It's just shocking and new and you have clothes that fit. You have bras that fit. You already have everything in your that you're used to, your body looking a certain way and it changes so fast and then you have to get adjusted to the newness mm-hmm. of everything. So it's just a lot. It's not that it's bad necessarily and like, even with the huge boobs, I hate that too and my boobs like change size. I have had the amount of different bra sizes I've had in the last four years. I've gone from like a double D to a literal training bra to like after <laughs> breastfeeding, my boobs were gone. Now they're big again. I I've literally have just so much fluctuation. I could dress a whole a whole choir of girls with the bras that I have in my closet that I'm just like, I can't keep get rid of these. I don't know what size my boobs will be next week. It's just, it's a lot to take in. And you, I feel like when you look at yourself every day, you start to get used to it. Then when it shifts so fast, you're just like, wait, what now I have to you lose your sense of style that's also like a weird thing but it's also frustrating because you're like I don't have clothes that look the same on me anymore yeah like I thought you worked so hard to get you know a a clothes a capsule wardrobe or like you know clothes that you feel comfortable in and then when those clothes don't fit anymore you have to start from scratch and your hair is falling out yeah and you're just like what that's a lot happening your back hurts from breastfeeding it's just a lot just be easy on yourself yeah give yourself time and know that no one else is like Judging like you. judging you and looking at you being like, oh, she needs to like no one. I mean, no. unless they're losers. It's yeah. like no one really cares. No, definitely not. You're and just doing your best. Yeah, you're doing the best you can. And it's also hard not to. I would find myself. I'm just saying this to validate other people's feelings because when I would hear other like postpartum moms talk about it, I'd be like, OK, I'm not, you know, weird or mm-hmm. dumb. I would compare like how I would see a girl who just had a baby and be like, how many months postpartum is she? And then I would try to compare to where I was. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's like so much further along than me. She's already back at the gym. Like, yeah, she's already whatever. And it just sucks. And so you just have to like, especially if this maybe is your first baby, like just work through it and just give yourself grace. That's literally the only answer. You just Mm -hmm. have to. It's good to be. I feel like when you're in a low place, it's hard sometimes. Like, I feel like it's it's awesome. It's kind of like we were talking about last week or whatever. It's awesome to use people as inspiration. Mm-hmm. Like to be like, oh, that's really inspiring. But I think sometimes that's very hard when you're just like in a low place yourself. Yeah. It's like, for you don't me need at to least. Be inspired. Yeah, yeah, it's like, okay, that's inspiring. But I'm I'm feeling like 
literally personally attacked by the fact that this girl's back in the gym because yes. I can I feel like I cannot do that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like sometimes you got to get off social media as well. Definitely stop comparing yourself. Yeah. And also you can do little things to make yourself feel better. You don't have to just like wallow in your sadness. Mm-hmm. You know, find a balance of both of like maybe you want to start going on very slow walks just to make yourself feel better, not to change anything, just to be like I'm going to show myself a little bit of effort. Mm-hmm. That helps me at least. Agreed. We are going to jump into an ad to talk about Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic. So we have talked about how important your gut is before and how your gut is really just important to your whole body's health. That's where it starts. So 61% of people experience gastrointestinal discomfort. And Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic is a new standard in probiotics. Its non-fermenting formula is backed by clinical trials and scientific studies and delivers more of what you need where you need it. So it's not just a gut feeling. Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic benefits your gut, skin, and heart health. Seed is also the most beautiful probiotic brand the Mm -hmm. packaging is stunning and it's just very sleek and chic and it makes a probiotic routine very very simple and easy so great health starts in the gut promotes healthy regularity and stool quality provides relief from occasional digestive discomfort like bloating and intermittent constipation also it can promote your fitness and cardiovascular health so it supports your body's ability to break down fats and lipids and maintains blood cholesterol levels already in the healthy range. You also can look healthier on the outside too. So taking a probiotic can help promote smooth, clear, healthy skin, may help smooth the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles, and help your skin maintain a more youthful look. It is a broad-spectrum probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains for whole-body benefits. It's also rigorously tested for 14 classes of allergens defined by the European Food Safety Authority. So listen to your gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash WWS and use code 25WWS to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash WWS code 25WWS. We're going to take a quick break to talk about Macy's. We love Macy's here at the What We Said podcast. Don't you guys sleep already on know. Macy's. Never sleep on Macy's. She's an icon. She's She's a legend. She's beauty. She's grace. She's Miss United States. Well, as you know, the big game is coming up. Okay. And Macy's has everything that you need to take you all the way to the end zone. They've got all your football fan needs covered with team jerseys. They've got serveware plus food and snacks that'll keep you cheering. I know, you know, this year is the first year I'm going to try and tackle a good dip. Tackle. Nice. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. I'm glad you caught on to that. So check it out. Macy's.com. Go. They've got all your needs covered. I think one of the best parts of Macy's is all of their like kitchen servingware stuff. They have a ton of options, whether you want like some bowls or plates or like cute things to host, whether you have an outdoor space, an indoor space. Something that I've been trying to stock up on actually is like cute, unique, uh, plates and bowls and stuff for when I'm hosting a little get together and I want like unique little serving wear. Yeah. So they have also great beauty stuff, fragrances, shoes, clothes, like they literally have everything you could need. So we're a big fan of Macy's over here at the What We Said podcast. You guys know that. Make sure you check out macy's.com. 
That is Macy's.com. You can get some stuff for the big game if you're a football girly or just stock up on whatever you need. Okay. Hi, ladies. First of all, I love the pod and your personalities. Thank you. Mm, That's nice. I need help. My future mother-in-law has no boundaries. Awesome. My fiance and I are getting married in a couple weeks and there have been so many times that she has crossed the line and made wedding planning a nightmare. She's the classic still in love with her son mom. My fiance luckily is an angel and recognizes how crazy she is. So today my fiance and his family were at his cousin's wedding and my future mother-in-law leaned over to me and said, would it be okay with you if I held his hand during the wedding? Huh? What, what does she mean? Why do you have to like ask for that? Yeah. Like just that's the just, whole time? Like that's just something you would do naturally like in the moment if you're like... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, are they standing up? Like, they're just sitting next to each other? She's going to be sitting. Like, they're going to be holding hands the whole time. <laughs> like, why are you planning it? <laughs> That's bizarre. Okay. <laughs> I was too stunned to speak. <laughs> He's just like, oh, your hand is sucking his thumb the whole wedding. Just being dragged around. It's careful. He's going to breastfeed next <laughs> in the freaking bathroom. I don't. Oh, I was too stunned to speak. This is my wedding. Oh, 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 wait. Oh, she's saying like during... Her their own wedding. wedding. Like, she's like, oh, speaking of weddings, no, do you care? No, because she said, today my fiance and his family were at his cousin's wedding. Yeah. And she leaned over to me and said, would it be okay if I held his hand during the wedding? I don't know. Sorry, what? This is my wedding and I should not have to feel like I'm competing for my fiance's love and affection. I don't want other guests to look over and see my fiance holding hands with me and his mom. He should be holding my hand and my hand only. Wait, what? What? I'm getting I, confused I'm, now. Here's what I'm assuming from that. This is what I'm drawing. Maybe they're sitting watching the ceremony and he's like holding her hand and the mother-in-law or the mother of the groom is standing up there that they're watching. And she's like, oh, what if when you guys are doing that, he's also holding my hand? Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. But also, is that normal to have a mother-in-law up there? I don't think that usually they would be up there. That's why I'm confused. No. Because I've never— maybe not in that situation. Maybe it's another— Another time. Like a dinner or something. Yeah. But that's what I'm assuming. She's like, oh, when this happens at your wedding, may I hold his hand? This girl— What the freak is your problem? She said, how do I tell her to back off? No. (laughs) She's got to stop. That's just so weird. Make her feel dumb. Wait, what? You want to hold his hand— Ask for clarification when? like five times. Wait, like, literally be mean? like, so when do you want to hold his hand? For yeah. how long? Why? Why? <laughs> like, I've never seen that. Never heard of that. I'm really say is your husband going to be there? I don't like this at all. <laughs> no, that's freaking weird. Such a small thing. Can I hold his hand during the wedding? No. <laughs> his whole wedding? She's holding his hand? It's so hard. I thought she meant like at the cousin's wedding. I'm like, okay, you're being yeah, weird. Yeah, sure. I really hate this because... The thing is, is we just don't have to deal with this kind of stuff. Like, we have never had to deal with— I'm just—it's too hard for me to even picture Leif's mom. She would say that jokingly. Mm -hmm. It'd be funny. But, like, she would never say that. So I'm like, I can't even imagine having to actually deal with something like that. Where it's like, oh, wow, you are so weird. And I have to constantly just be, like, putting my foot down in weird ways. Where it's like, what? Why are we talking about this? Also, she's probably asking you so that you'll say yes— because she knows it's like awkward for you to say no almost. Instead of if I bet if she asked him, like, can I hold your hand? He'd be like, What the freak? No, I'm probably not holding not. my mom's hand at your my wedding. I'm a grown man. Probably not. He probably goes along with what she says. Mm, Based on the person she is, I don't think she's getting told no very often. You know what I mean? Some people yeah. like that, it's like you just can't, you're you just go along with what they say. You gotta let go. Like you've gotta let go. I know I'm saying, like, as a a boy mom, I mean, he's only two. <laughs> I'm like, you've got to let him go. <laughs> You've got to leave the nest. But I just know it. I can ex- I can understand it to a different degree of like, it's even more confusing to me now because I'm like, I do understand 
your children, you want like that feeling of like, oh, cuddles, like I, I want you to be little forever. But at the same time, you you don't think of your son as your boyfriend, a, a grown adult as a boyfriend. It's like you still treat them as your son, as an adult, not a son as a baby. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's even more confusing to me. It's like you I feel like any normal person is just not doing this. No. Like you just understand that when your kid grows up there are certain things you will no longer be doing with them and you will no longer have access to yeah and I do actually now that I'm thinking about it I'm like actually, I, 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 I will be holding Case's <laughs> hand at his wedding actually yeah I'm like touching his shoulders all the time no I was thinking I'm like at Case's future wedding if he so desires to get married one day it I'm thinking like the whole time I feel like I would be with Nick and be like holding Nick's hand like, oh my gosh, like right. our son is getting married. Right. So I'm like, I actually see how people could go down this this terrible road if they don't have a good relationship, a good or, relationship or even a husband in general. Like, right. Or someone that they... A partner, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like I would be basking in the celebration of like, oh, our son's growing up, like, but understanding that they're like moving on to the, like a little bird flying, right. you know? Right. Not holding, gripping on too tight. Literally gripping. Quite literally gripping onto the hand. She's like leaving marks in his hand. I'm terrified of this woman. Yeah. No, you got to say no to that. And she's got to stop. Truly. Yeah. Like that's too far. It's too much. Sorry. Yeah. What can you do though? Like you can just say no for the rest of your life. But like the real solution is give that woman a seminar. Why do people just have to be so weird? It's like, because I really hate the notion of like cutting people out of your life and being like, my mother-in-law's toxic. We will never see her again. But like some people are just so weird. Yeah. It's like, it's more I don't want to be around you. It's more annoying when they're just weird because you don't have really a good reason. to that. It's like, you're just kind of annoying. You're just kind of bothering me, but you're not harming me. Like you holding hands at my wedding is not harming me. Right. It's weird. That's right. So then it's like, it's even harder to say no to those people because you're like, because it's like, what? I'm not doing anything you're wrong. You're not going to understand because you obviously want to do it. So if I'm like, that's weird. You're not going to be like, oh my gosh, you're right. That was yeah, so yeah, silly. yeah. You're going to be so offended. Yeah. Good uh, luck. Hope, good luck. Hope Bye. it goes well. Just slap her hand. Like, give her a little… Slap on the wrist. Yeah, slap on the wrist. Condones violence. No, you literally need to say no. So, like, yeah. you got to be like, sorry, that's… I don't want him to be… But that, did the moment pass? Like, what did… Like, right. she said she didn't say anything. So, it's like… Yeah, well, looks like they'll be holding hands. <laughs> sorry, you Send lost Send us photos. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrified. He's like, do, they're doing the ring. She's still holding his hand. <laughs> weird. So my husband and I are expecting a baby girl in a few months and we have a name picked out that we're absolutely obsessed with. The problem is oh, that no. his younger sister, who is my best friend, already called the name on multiple <gasps> occasions. It was the name her parents were deciding between when she was born. So I guess it kind of makes sense. She's not close to getting married or having a baby anytime soon. Like what if she doesn't end up with any daughters or her future husband hates the name? I feel bad stealing it from her, but we literally can't picture another name for our daughter. And I feel like I'll regret it if I don't use it. <gasps> what should I do? Wait, this sucks. Also, did you get the name from her? Right. That is the That's sticky the part. tricky part. Because if you got the name from her, That's rude. Girlie, I'm That's so rude. sorry. That's just the law of the land. Yeah. Like, if she gave you the idea, even if she doesn't use it, it's just not right. No, I feel like you can't in good conscience use something you literally were made aware of through her. And mm-hmm. then you're like, actually, I want that because I got married no. first. Like, that's really rude. That but is, if you that's thought of the name separately, what is it? What is the name? Can that's hard because it's like, it's not a, I almost feel like a friend is better because their kid, it's like, okay, who knows if they move away or something. And, you know, your literal cousin is going to have the same name as you. You know what I mean? It's like, right. you can't have cousins having the same name. Yeah, you could, but it's a little closer to home for I know. sure. I was telling my brother, I was like, I might name 
this is when we were naming Case. I was like, I love your name, Lad. I was like, but they didn't know what gender their baby was going to be yet. They were like waiting until the end and they were too super close. And he, I was like, would you ever use Lad for your boy's name? He's like, I don't know. Maybe he's like, but you can use it. I'm like, oh, and they're six weeks apart and they're both named Lad. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I need to know if you're going to use yeah. it or not. Like, cousin, that's weird. I have like Unless a they're weird, like 10 years apart. I have like a weird trigger with baby names. Like, I <laughs> am actually so problematic. Like, I... I feel like it really probably is because I just didn't know if I'd ever be able to get pregnant and I wanted to like use, which the irony is so deep now that I've had like specific names that I'm like, oh, I hope no one uses it. And I've had, and I know that people can have the same baby names. Like you can see someone online that has the same name as your kid. It's it's Mm -hmm. really only if your literal best friend or their Mm -hmm. cousin or a sibling uses Someone they're going to be around all the time. Yeah, someone that's really close. It's like, okay, maybe I don't want them to have the same name. But- I feel like I'm weird about I not weird, but like just for so long I'm like I would have certain names in mind and I'm just like, oh please, like I don't want this to get yeah. stolen from me, even mm. though I didn't even invent it. But it's like I don't want to see someone I know, even how I feel is like even if I know someone pretty well or it's like someone who I'm online friends with, I'm like, now I can't name my kid that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it would be weird. Yeah. If it's I feel if that it's way. not a sur- uh, super common name. Yeah. If it's a very classic name, like I think it's more fine. I but, agree. Totally. Uh, you know what I mean? Yes. So I feel like I'm more like territorial about, I'm just like, oh, I want it. But I don't know. Maybe that'll change now that I'm actually like no, I having feel, a kid. I, I feel know. that. I, I feel like it's it's normal to feel that as well, especially before you have a kid. I Afterwards, like if someone were to name their kid case that I knew, I'd be like, well, I had a first. You did a first. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like, now I don't care as much. But before, if like, before it happens, you're like, yeah, I want, yeah, I need, I need. Well, and you you don't want it to be, again, this is like, but you don't want it to be like you stole it from, like if you've, if you've thought of it for like a year and you're like, I love it. And then someone on social Mm -hmm. media that you kind of know, like uses it, it's like, oh, well now are they going to think like, yeah, I just like copied their name. Like I, yeah been thinking of that for a year or whatever who I knows know. but it's so okay hard. back to the problem at hand because yeah. we forgot about you we're just saying our baby names now we're like <laughs> names i love yeah. but we'll be using <laughs> <laughs> new video yeah i i agree i think if mm-hmm. you got it from her it's it's off limits but i don't know that's that's a toughie because also what would what would suck is if like you don't use it and then she doesn't either and you're like exactly cool, why couldn't i have i err more on the side of don't use it to be yeah. honest just because i feel like you can find a different name. I don't know. There are so many names. <sighs> but that's hard if you sometimes, literally are like, this is my kid's name. But sometimes when you hear someone else is like thinking about it or it makes you want it more. So maybe that's it's true. that's Because you're like, you're oh, so, it is cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why you're so like, I've had names where I, I'll have it on my list. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. And then I'll see someone else on social media. But I'm like, dang it. Like, I really wanted that name. Yeah. I'm like, Wait, did I? Or does it just seeming more appealing now that other right. people Especially are. if someone's like cool and you like their vibe mm-hmm. and then they name their kid that you're like, okay, so. Yeah. I was onto something Or they're there. thinking, of, they're like, this name's on my list. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe that's just the competitive Aries in me. But yeah, <laughs> I, no, feel, I agree. But I also, feel bad for you. Also, I do. <laughs> I feel bad for you. I also don't think it's like, I don't know. Your baby doesn't need to have the most unique name in the entire world no. that no one else has ever had. And not that it, that's the situation. It also but. depends. Yeah. On how unique this name is. If it's like Elizabeth. Right. It's like, well, I've had that. If you've had it on your, you can also be honest with her. Be like, honestly, I've had this name for forever as well. But now that it's here and now that I can, you know, really picture it, this just name just fits. Maybe put her first name as the middle name. Say she's named after you. 
You know what? I was I will say there's someone that I knew like that named their kid something that I had thought was like a name I really liked. Mm-hmm. And at the first again, this is when I was like I didn't know if I'd ever even be able to get pregnant. So I was like it's extra extra sad. just like oh my gosh like okay because I. I felt like it was unfair. close enough to home where I was like, I can't use it now. And I was like, wow, that really sucks. But literally after like two days, I'm not kidding. I was completely over it. And I was like, oh, I wouldn't have named I don't know what. Maybe it's because mm-hmm. they used it. I was just like, oh, I actually don't think I would have used that name. I, I got over it very quickly. Definitely. All that to say, maybe you could still use it and she'll get over it. I don't know. Yeah. But I do feel like if she's like talked to you a bunch about it, you do need to say something before she just sure. sees you announce it. Yeah. yeah, yeah and she's like, what the freak? Also, what is the name? Because if it's literally like. Emily, mm-hmm. then it's for, I think it's free game. But if it's for something sure. more unique where it's like, okay, that's pretty specific and yeah. like she's the one who thought of it, yeah. I know it does suck because she probably, if she's not even close to thinking about that stage in life yet, it's like she probably won't name her kid that, I feel yeah. like. Unless it's the most meaningful name ever to her. Yeah. I know like very few people who are like, I've had this name since I was 15 years old yeah. and now I'm using it. Very few people. Yeah. Which Usually is shifts. Yeah. If that was true, I feel like everyone... Did you have this name on your big list when you're in high school? What? Guess a boy name. A boy name. That you... That if you're like... Crew. Yes. (laughs) Crew Crew and And Brinley. Like for a girl like Brinley or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like something like that. Mm -hmm. 100%. Literally, Nick and I were just talking about that. He's like, when I was in high school, like I thought the name Crew was so cool. I'm like... Universal. (laughs) It was like that time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it still is a it cool is name, cute, but it was honestly. so popular. Yes, it was so popular. Mm-hmm. It actually scares me how all of us are just sucked into an uh, algorithm. Like, I'll, we kind of already touched on this, and this is the last thing I'll say about baby names. But I'll think of a name, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is groundbreaking. And then you just, I like, love see it. it. And then other people are like, I've been thinking of this name. Or I'll see it on, like, a baby name list of, like. You're like, I thought I invented that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're all thinking the same thing. Or, like, the comments of the thing will be like, yeah. I've been loving that name lately. I'm like oh my gosh, we're, we're so predictable. Yeah, it's true. It's like there's culture and- We're just all in the, the same wavelength. Yes. It's crazy. I agree. Okay, sorry. That was the longest response to- <laughs> I could talk about baby names forever. Same. Okay. I absolutely hate my nose, but I'm scared I will hate a nose job result more because I won't be able to fix that. I haven't liked my nose for years. I got the courage to find a doctor for a change and I saw the before and after and he gave all the girls the exact same nose. Mm. Some I even liked their nose before more. If you have any advice for the plastic surgery thought process and how you know it's right, I would love to know. Well, this is also a very loaded question because it is so, it just is so dependent on Mm -hmm. you, your personality, what you want. I feel like obviously as someone who has got plastic surgery and feels like no regrets from doing so, I just feel like it was such a great decision for me. Not that I'm like, I'm pro and you should get it, but I it really did change my life in in such a positive way. And I was just talking to my mom because if you guys know, Jilly got an eyebrow transplant and she shared about it on her Instagram if you want to look at it because I, yeah, it's such like an interesting thing that I literally didn't even know existed. But we were both talking about it this weekend. We're like, we're both so happy. She was like, I'm so happy I did that. And I would literally pay double what I mm-hmm. paid. Like that's how much I'm so happy that I did this and it literally changed my life. It's crazy what eyebrows can do for you. Yeah. And she was just saying like she used to hate anything where her makeup would get washed off or like even getting in the Mm. shower when she had like no eyebrows. She would just like look at herself in the mirror and just be like, or like, you know, anything with her face getting wet or even getting a facial. She was like, I hated like afterwards because it's just like now I have to put my like try and draw eyebrows back on or whatever. Mm. And 
I was just telling her how I'm like so happy with my chin too and how I just, it's like completely changed my life in the best way. So it's hard because I feel like it really can be such a, just if something bothers you and you think about it every single day, it's like you either have to accept it or just change it. Like I feel like you have two choices. And so, but what I will say about this is you shouldn't go to that doctor. No, no, you should. You should not be going to that doctor because I really researched for my chin before and after pictures. And I looked at multiple doctors like in LA, in Orange County. I was like really doing my research because you don't mess around when you're talking about your no. face. Like you do Especially not Especially your nose. That's the center of your yeah. face. Yeah. And so I just felt like I did a ton of research. I did a consultation. I wanted to like feel good vibes from my doctor. I wanted to whatever. Anyway. And I felt really good about it going into it. I was not, I really wasn't like scared or hesitant at all when I was going in for the surgery. I just felt like very excited because I'd seen a ton of before and afters and they were all very natural. And he talked me through every single thing. I looked at the different sizes of the chin implants in person. Like Mm -hmm. I could see them. And again, I know that's different than a nose, but he was like, here's what we could do. He's like, we can do small, medium, whatever. And he was like, I would recommend medium for your face. He was telling me, and I was kind of like, oh, should I go small? And he was like, I will say, you know, I've done, he's been doing surgery for this many years. He's like, sometimes the small, it just doesn't make enough of a difference to someone. Like once they're healed, they're like, you're going to go through all of that. Yeah. Yeah, He's like, this one will like balance you very nicely. They photoshopped a photo of me to show me kind of what it would look like. Like, oh my God, they just went very in depth. And so I was like, I feel so comfortable and confident. You don't go to someone who you're like, I don't really like the noses they do. Like, no. Definitely not. You got to shop around. You need to be going to someone. And again, even with paying for plastic surgery, like I personally did a payment plan. So I just paid like monthly for it for how it was like interest free for a certain amount of months or whatever. So that was the option I went down or the road I went with. But like that's something also you don't cheap out on. Mm -hmm. Like it is your face. Yeah. So you don't go to someone just because like, oh, I don't really love their the noses they do, but it's cheaper. It's like, you'd be better off to save more. Yeah, to like wait. Save. And wait and go to someone who really you like their results and you've whatever. Maybe yeah. know someone who went to them, whatever. Oh my gosh. I've had a few people that I kind of know personally go to my doctor actually get the same exact thing as me. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to like their works. Mm-hmm. But your nose is so... It's literally the focal point of your yeah, face. It's so unique as well. You don't want to go to someone who's, you know, not a good artiste. Exactly. You want to have the shape, the structure that you want. Yeah. That is going to complement your face. It's so, that's the scariest part of nose jobs, I feel like, because they, they can look worse yeah. than when you got them. That's like one of the surgeries that I feel like can go the most wrong. Yeah. On someone's face. Like if yeah. someone has a botched boob job, it's like you can fix that pretty easily or like, you know. A botched nose, you have to keep going keep re- back yeah. and reshaping it. And it's just like hard to go back on. So I get that. I, as someone who has literally thought of getting a nose job a million times, I always would go back and forth like, oh my gosh, like what if I don't like it more than my nose? I'd rather not like the nose I was given than like have Pay someone. thousands of dollars yes. and then you hate that even more. Yeah, like, exactly. Bye. Then just like. Or not feel like yourself or something. Yeah. Because I feel like a nose really changes your face too. Yes. Like that is something where I feel like the chin was a little bit less even of a change maybe. I mean, I think it changed yeah. me a lot. Like when I look back at old photos or videos, I'm like, oh wow, I feel like my face has changed a lot. But it it's also not, is, 
is a bit subtle. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to say, it's not as like, your nose is so structurally, mm-hmm. like part of your face. Mm-hmm. But from so many different angles and it's something, ugh, I don't know. It's just something that never changes on you either. I feel like boob jobs, you know, liposuction, things like that. It's like you, you can kind of fluctuate. Gain weight, lose weight. Like it looks different, but noses never change. Like yeah, no matter if you're in the best shape of your life, if you're not. if Wait, you... I've seen something about pregnancy nose or something. I'm terrified. Oh, yeah. It's like your feet too. They just It just swells. Some people's nose gets bigger. Forever? Yeah. Some people's feet. Your mom was saying her yeah, feet Yeah, her feet grew. grew. Yeah, I don't know. Not the nose growing like Pinocchio when you're pregnant. I don't think it grows just this like way. Going bigger and bigger. I think it gets wider a lot of times. Interesting. I didn't notice that, but mm. I don't know if I would. But yeah, that is, that's rough. I have no advice. Sorry. I think just do your research. You mm-hmm. got to feel really good. You should not feel hesitant. Like I'm telling you, when I went in for my chin surgery, I had like little nerves, but I was way more excited than I was scared. I was mm-hmm. like, I've seen his work. I've done a ton of research. I've seen the mock-up photos. I've seen the implant in person. I've talked to him about my exact goals. The incision will be mm-hmm. pretty undetectable. Like I just felt very yeah overall that is comfortable. The, that is the only way in my life I would ever get a nose job is if I found some doctor for some reason that did exactly, exactly what, what I wanted. Yeah, but until then, it's not worth the risk for me. At I least. agree. And it, and it is very expensive. Like plastic surgery is thousands yeah. of dollars. So do not do it unless Don't you're rush. 100% sure and confident and comfortable. Don't rush it. Yeah. Okay, this is my last one. Help, how can I set boundaries without being mean to my in-laws? I just had my first baby. He is currently 2.5 months old, two and a half months, sorry. And he is also their first grandchild. My mother-in-law has been overstepping rather than just enjoying being a grandparent. She asked to babysit at two weeks old. She gives him a soother even when I've asked her not to. What's that? I don't know. Maybe like a like a pacifier or binky. Okay. I told her I struck or maybe like a chew. I feel like that's what she means by soother. A chew toy? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to, like a teething toy. <laughs> oh. Two weeks old? Girl, he's two not teething. <laughs> she old. said he has to babysit at two weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. She said, well, she he's currently two and a half months. Okay, okay. She asked to babysit at two weeks old. She's just listing off okay, gotcha, her offenses. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. She gives him the a crimes. soother even when he's not. I mean, I'm guessing it's probably a pacifier. Okay, yeah. I feel like people call it different, different things. things. I told her, I told her I struggled with leaving him in the first month and she forced me to go to a 30 minute appointment without my baby. She constantly asks about okay, well, his, sorry, you don't have to go. You, no one forced you to <laughs> yeah. go to an appointment. Well, I'm not saying she, maybe she was very, was pushy. very pushy, but mm-hmm. you gotta, I feel like put your foot down. And you don't just do something because someone says you should. No, definitely not. She constantly asks about his sleep schedule and milestones. It always has something negative to say. Okay, she's annoying me so much. It's draining me, to say the <laughs> least. Do I just roll my eyes and vent to my own mom, or do I say something? Oh, my god. Depends gosh. on the circumstance, because with certain things, like, if you don't want to leave your child with her, be like, sorry, no, I don't really feel comfortable with that. But there's certain things where it's like, if it's worth your effort, whatever. But most of those things are annoying enough that you could say something. Like, if she drops one kind of passive-aggressive thing about milestones, first of all, milestones are so, like— <laughs> so annoying and frustrating. I'm so exhausted like, by her already. I can't. <laughs> with like the sleep schedule. She's like, be, stop. No. Leave you me raised alone. your son in literally like the 90s probably. That's a whole different time. Okay. We have bassinets that soothe our baby now. We, we don't put them in, you know, boxes and drawers or whatever you guys did. I'm sorry. I don't think they did that. But 
some of the things that people used to do, like put alcohol in their baby's gums to soothe teeth. It's like we just, it's just not yeah, the same parenting. It's not. And, and just sometimes stop. people don't understand that. Unless she asks for your advice or opinion. Which she will not. Which she won't According at this point. to the stop. person that you are, yeah. Not you, the girl writing it, but the mother-in-law. On one hand, like, you gotta have more of like a firm. I feel like when you she are a mom. She probably knows you can be walked over. Yeah, don't be walked over. Like, if you do not feel comfortable leaving your child, do not leave your child. Like, yeah. I just feel like. It's okay that you did it. Yeah, We're it, not well, saying you're a bad mom no, for doing I, it, but. I don't care. I don't, I don't care at all what you do. In I'm the just, future. I'm just saying you shouldn't have. No one should be forcing you yeah, to do annoying. anything. Like, hey, you need to leave for 30 minutes. I'm going to watch your kid. Like, there are just certain boundaries, I feel like, where it's like. I, mm-hmm. I really just don't want to do that. Sorry, I'm not comfortable yeah. with that. Like, you got to put your foot down, I feel like, with stuff like that. The milestones, the if you can just tune her out, I guess, best case scenario, because mm-hmm. that's really just, again, annoying more than anything. Yeah. It's like, is it harmful? Is it annoying? Yes. Yeah. You can annoy her back. That's one of my favorite things you could <laughs> do is like, if she's saying annoying things about milestones, you know, hit her with some new studies that they found that maybe she gets annoyed with you know like well you know nowadays i read this parenting book but things that like that generation hates to hear yeah because it makes them feel attacked i think that's everyone part of it. just feels like they did an amazing job parenting mm-hmm. and they just want you to do exactly with it like that's how i feel exactly. it's just like oh well when i was mm-hmm. a mom i would just do this with my babies and it worked so well so you should do it yeah. too it's like and again advice is fine if i asked but if i ask that's the thing if you ask and Maybe it seems like you're probably just really nice. Like you're probably too nice. You probably, you know, want to make her feel included in the process. You're probably telling her, you know, about their sleep schedule, about their milestones that they're doing. Maybe you're even expressing some concern almost sometimes like make her feel. Well, I was going to say, I have a toxic trait that I can admit now. That's like, (laughs) I can admit now (laughs) that I feel like, okay, you tell me, well, you just tell me what you think. Like, okay, sometimes for me. If someone, which I'm not a parent, so I can't, I always know my place where it's like, I would never give someone advice because I literally have no idea. Like, Mm -hmm. if they're like, my baby cries, it's like, who am I to be like, you should do this. Like, (laughs) I don't know what to do yet. So I'm not really saying I want to give them advice because I don't know what to do. But I do feel like sometimes if people are complaining Mm -hmm. about something, like, I can't can't even really think. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, then change what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. is that rude? Like, what? should you just let people, just that thought. Oh, because in parenting or just in general? Really, I guess anything. <laughs> but I, I just feel like. Like wanting to control people, maybe. <laughs> no, not control them. But it's like. Yeah. Like if you're, you're if you're saying. complaining like all the time, it's like, oh, I just get no sleep because this and this and this. With my kid, I'm like, so then change the schedule. Like to me, yeah. I'm like, doesn't that seem like logical? And I feel like what I'm saying is maybe if you're complaining to your mm-hmm. mother-in-law, then she's like feels the need to step in and be like, well, you should do this with their sleep schedule then. Mm-hmm. But if you're not complaining, like, I don't know why she's stepping in, but either way, like, I feel like even for me, I'm like, I just need to let people like, yeah, complain and vent because I don't know the solution. Yeah. And they'll, I feel like that's kind of judgy for, yeah. of me to be even like, if they're like, oh, I just, you know, this and this I'm going through with my baby, like in my head, I'm like, then change it. Yeah. Like to me, I don't understand like, why are we doing the same thing over and over then? Yeah. Like, change it. But is that yeah. rude? I, I don't think it's rude. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, I, I guess I'm I'm just trying not to give the mother-in-law the benefit of the doubt, but like, I'm just saying yeah. maybe a reason she's bumping or like stepping in is if you're like, I'm not getting any sleep and then or something. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, then change the sleep. And you're like, 
mad at her for saying that. Yeah, but maybe yeah, yeah. you're kind of opening it up in a way. I'm just saying, maybe don't complain to, to her. her specifically if you don't want her thoughts. Yeah. I think sometimes people make the mistake of venting to the wrong people. I think that's what it is. It's yeah. like you want to as, you know, whatever struggles you're going through in this scenario, you know, with a newborn, you want a place to go to complain or to vent or to talk about the things that have been hard for you. You want like a safe place to do that. And a lot of times you do feel like that is other moms or like older women. You're like, yeah, oh, you're supposed to be like the person I, you know, you're guiding me through this a little bit. I can come to you and I can feel like a safe place to not feel judged and to be like, it's really hard that like we've been trying to get my baby to sleep or blah, 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 or yeah. he's not crawling or whatever it is. You want a safe place to talk to. And sometimes when that person that is supposed to be the safe place is judging you and starts giving you advice that seem it almost they're not they don't mean it like this but it makes it feel like you're doing something wrong and that you've failed and I feel like as a mom it's so that's hard. just not what you want to feel like yeah, yeah it's like of everything I've done in my life at least like the last thing that if if I feel like I'm not doing good at work it's like okay like I can get better whatever if you feel like you're not being a good mom it's like it it's feels like guilty earth shattering like you just feel like so guilty you feel so bad so when you feel like someone's judging you you're like oh my gosh yeah like, I'm trying like and you feel misunderstood, then you immediately like, okay, I guess I'll just suffer in silence. So, yeah, and not tell you about any of my struggles. Yeah, so I would just yeah. say she's probably not a safe place to vent to. For sure. So and I would you just do have pretend, to know your audience. Sometimes you just got to be like, everything's great. Everything's fine. I'm not worried about the milestones. <laughs> you know, if she says something unsolicited, like, why isn't he sitting? He should be having more tummy time. Like, just like, I'm not worried about it. He's, you know, if you act confident, she might back off a yeah, little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got you to gotta vent to the right people for sure. Yeah. Sounds like your mom, if you're saying, you know, just go to your own mom for it. Just find the people who you're like, okay, you are a safe place for me to say this. Mm -hmm. And I know you trust me. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree. Well, this ended up being a long one. A long Friday. Yeah, at sheesh. Wow. Sheesh. We're giving you guys, I guess video just makes us chat. I thought it would do the opposite. I know. But here we are. Of ourselves. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for watching. Again, we are available on YouTube if Our you guys want to hooves. watch. <laughs> we are in complete. We're very matchy-matchy today. We're the opposite. We're like the angel and devil on yeah. your shoulder giving you advice. <gasps> Even our hats Ooh. are kind of the, like literally the same. Anyway, I know it seems like we plan it. I mean, we kind of do. Like you were in a sweat set and I was like, I'm already in a sweat set. Mm -hmm. So but we're already wearing these outfits today. I know. Okay. Anyway. Thank you guys so much for watching or listening. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcast app if that's where you want to listen. Spotify to be notified when new episodes come out or subscribe to our new YouTube channel. Either way, we appreciate it all. We love you guys so, so much. And that's, that's what, what we, we said. said. Bye. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.